everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of A Trigger. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Furman. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right, I think. I don't know. My throat's a little sore. Oh, no. Not a neck hole <laughs> situation, I hope. <laughs> So I'm still recovering from a certain illness. The Voldemort illness. It shall not be named. <laughs> probably fine. Probably traveling. Yeah, well, you were just in Sin City. Maybe it's all your yeah. sins catching up with you. No, it was the TSA agent poking around in my mouth. Poking around other Fun places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nah, dog. <laughs> That ain't it. <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> you're like, they're doing this and you're like, nah, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> no, no, it's like, we need to search you, sir. And they're like, oh, you need to like take off my jacket? And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm like, I'm like, sir, step aside. Like, aside. We need to search you. <laughs> Drop trial. Like, no, sir, no. <laughs> So many ways you can go with it. Perfect bit. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fly just to do that. Make sure you do stuff over here. <laughs> just just your ripping your clothes off. Oh, fine, fine. <laughs> you want this? My like, no, sir. You just saw that it looked like you had some extra liquids in your carry-on. We need to go through it. Put your pants back on. They're already off. They're already off now. <laughs> they're just, are, are they're we just doing staying up. <laughs> they're just staying up. <laughs> it was real easy. My belt and shoes were already off. <laughs> just point me to the TV and the couch. <laughs> awesome. All right, folks, we got a really good show for you tonight, and uh, as you know, as you know, we're coming to you live from the heart of a grassroots protest that's also blocking international commerce across one of the most lucrative land borders in the entire earth. It's a dainty bridge. You know, I would have thought if you had such an important uh, crossing that you might have it more robust than a singular bridge. Someone was talking about this and they're talking, I can't remember who it was now. (laughs) One of my many Twitter cranks I follow for the real news. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like, uh, people don't understand how easy it is for just like a group of determined people to completely shut down an entire city or whatever. You get like a dozen guys in trucks to park on the that bridge in Detroit and all of a sudden the auto industry is in grave peril. One well placed explosive device takes out gas supply to the entire northeast. Yeah, what uh well placed EMP your powers <clears throat> not even that. A tree falls on a freaking power line in Ohio, and the whole 
northeast is without power. Our infrastructure is dangerously, dangerously vulnerable. But good thing we have a an infrastructure bill that's going to address the real issues like tree equity in this nation. <laughs> We're talking making sure that people of all shades and hues have as much trees as all those pale idiots. Uh, in other news, I did see something that apparently uh, podcasts aren't just free will in places where you can say whatever you want anymore. <laughs> what? It hasn't been my experience. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter, guys, loyal viewer. <laughs> I will continue to say whatever I want. We'll get on Rumble. I don't care what it takes. They'll never shut me up. <laughs> Sign up for our DVD membership. Oh, it's man, we'll $29.99 a month. In the mail. We will ship, <laughs> we will ship recordings to you. It's just a thumb drive and you have to share it. Send it to Don't worry. Friends. Yeah, there you go. Oh. I'm sure it won't come to that. I'm sure cooler heads will prevail, and one day everything will be hunky-dory again. Sunshine, rainbows, the democratization of the internet, yada, yada, yada. No one can silence you, but until then, we'll just have to wait and see. And see what's on the scanner. Scanner radio. Every week. <laughs> Adams County Sheriff Department out at an unspecified location with three or more vehicles that were taken out by a pothole? Oh my gosh. The Illinois <laughs> Department Infrastructure. <laughs> the Illinois Department of Transportation has been contacted. Oh my gosh, this must be one heck of a pothole. Three or more vehicles taken out. They had to little, put a little barricade down my street because the when this plows come through, this always happens, right? They'll catch a piece of asphalt and they'll rip up a chunk and then you'll get a massive pothole. Particularly bad for my street because while Kyle Moore, the previous mayor, had promised to repair my road and the other road that it connects to it, when Mayor Troop came in, all of a sudden that was a, we're going to hot patch the with asphalt the bad spots. And, and they, didn't, they didn't fix the road. And so the plows come through and they catch one of them asphalt patches and flip it out. Oh, jeez. It's just like chunks of road missing. Yeah. So they're just like giant well, potholes. <laughs> well, it's like, it's to the point on your... On, the, on your road where there's no asphalt, it's just like sand and yeah. gravel. Yeah, it's it mud. Gets washed away. It's mud on the side of my road, right in front of my house, and most of that mud is my yard eroding into it because the curb that the city's also supposed to maintain is partially missing, and so it just washes out my yard right into the street in the gutter right there. Oh yes. 
you should uh, plant some sunflowers. As mayor, I will ensure that all curbs are properly maintained in the city. Oh, please. I, I've got some sunflower seeds for you for the summer. I saw an interesting gift, too. <laughs> Wait, is that it? Falls uh, the bottle, I think they fell right into hell. I was going to say, is that hell? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's a great GIF there. Yeah, it's a good GIF. Yeah, it's a good GIF. GIF. Graphic. GIF. G. G. It's a sort of like G. Creator intended. GIF. GIF. As creator intended. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of Death of the Artist? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'll be back in about... Uh, I'll be back in about 10 you see, <laughs> I may show up on the other screen. <laughs> you see the uh, art created or the thing created, whatever the creation is, is given a life of its own, irregardless of the interpretation of the creator. Where's my knife? It's like when uh, in Batman the animated series, the guy creates the AI Hardak. Hardak has a life of his own with his own desires and his own plans. I'm on episode 42. I've watched 42. Oh my gosh. So there's, good, there's like over 80. So I got a little ways yet to go. Halfway. Halfway there. Halfway there. Living on a prayer. <laughs> Batman will make it, I swear. Another <laughs> uh, scanner news. 2.50 a.m. Tattooed-faced guy banging on doors demanding gas for his car on Adam Street, going door to door and to sheds and garages. Police came later and guess he was arrested. His car is still on 5th Street. Did you hear anything? Yeah, I heard a tattooed-faced man banging on doors. And this just goes to show, kids... I don't care how cool you think a base tattoo could be, but if you're out at 2.50 in the morning and you need gas, do not depend on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> you're going to be banging on their doors. Hey! Dum, 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 tattooed face. Hey! I promise I just need some gas. <laughs> oh, I'm being tracked. I'll be banging on doors at 2.50 a.m. unless it's an emergency and you want to attract cops. It was an emergency. He was stranded. His car was lost in the street, and he just needed somebody to give him some gas. But at 2.50 a.m., your scary tattoo-faced gentleman no. banging on no. doors. That's not going to You work. don't bang on. It's not like, hey, could I borrow a cup of flour or whatever? No. Don't go banging on doors at 2.50 a.m. What are you supposed to do? It's a good way to be answered with a shotgun. Yeah, if you're banging on a door, maybe if you're trying to break in. What if you were like a kindly old lady and you were doing it? With a face tattoo banging on doors at 250? No, kindly old lady is the one banging on doors. She has no face tattoos. She has only kindness in her eyes. Oh. Somebody might just open that door 
and they'll say, oh, kindly old lady, fancy you being there's out probably, at 250. No, there's and probably then, a tattoo face man behind waiting for you to open the door. And she's so got, can, she's got yeah, her walker, and she's like, oh, Sunny, thank you. No one no, answered an the door. It's I a con. run out of gas in the street. Do you have gas I could borrow? And you're like, oh, no. f- 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 a friendly, kindly old woman. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Here, let me go get my gas can. And then she pulls a gun on you. What? idiots! She casts the walker aside, holds you at gunpoint, while tattooed faced gentlemen swarm in from the sides. Exactly it. The bait and switch. Classic. Oh, that crafty old woman. She can't be stopped. <laughs> Uh, but I think what my point holds true. If you're trying to be a scary, intimidating person, it's going to impair your interpersonal relationships. It's difficult to get beyond that gruff exterior to get to know a guy. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Just things to keep in mind. Unintended consequences are something yeah, yeah. you should always consider. So when you're stranded at 2.50 a.m. and you're desperate for gas. <laughs> I'm really reconsidering my face tattoo now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, and finally, as you all know. What if instead of the space that you cover it up with one of those, like, ski masks? That's a good idea. Just like, just like a, a half your face is just draped. <laughs> In like, <laughs> yeah. in like the, in like the uh, Cobra Commander blue sheet thing. Yeah, and you're like, boom, 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 open up. Yeah, that might be worse. What are you, <laughs> half ghost? Ghost, open up. <laughs> it's a ghost. I don't believe you. Ghosts can go through walls. I'm only half a ghost. <laughs> As you all know, February 2nd was Groundhog Day. And as we all know, the groundhogs can predict the weather. It's, it's, it is known. And this year, the famous uh, groundhog, Puxitani Phil, the one from the Groundhog Day movie, predicted that there would be six more weeks of winter as he did see his shadow. Shang What? I don't believe it. I do. I do. I believe it because I learned things. I learned things this Groundhog Day that I didn't know before. Deep Groundhog Day secrets. Number one. Groundhog Day tradition isn't just a Puxatawney, Pennsylvania tradition. All over the Northeast, there are Groundhog Day celebrations, and they all have their own groundhogs. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was the thing. I didn't know. I thought that was just the one thing. I thought it was Puxatani Phil, and it was, you know, the reincarnation or whatever. They get a new one when Puxatani Phil kicks it. But, you mean when he goes to the farm? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear groundhogs are actually fairly good eating, but <laughs> they don't have that up at the high V store. I can't just pick up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Big chunk of groundhog. They are chunky, too. Yeah. Uh, but there was a town in New Jersey, I want to say, whose groundhog died, and they couldn't find a replacement. He knew that it was getting so bad out there that the Groundhog Day tradition was broken, and that means winter will never end. In New Jersey. <laughs> In that town, I guess. Well, oh, you know, that town. Well, local weather patterns, they're all different or whatever. I imagine uh, one town could say winter long, and another town in New Jersey could say, ah, spring early, and both could be correct. So you're down at the Jersey store, shore, you know, hitting the clubs or whatever, and then you're like, yeah, it's Jersey, and then it's like, spring came early, and while in Pennsylvania, they're still huddled next to the fireplace, it's warm and toasty. Isn't there a lot of Dutch people in Pennsylvania? Uh, the the history of it, Pennsylvania Dutch, they're actually German, and it's just that the people couldn't pronounce Deutsch, so they just called them the the Dutch. Ah, right? uh, they're Dutch. <laughs> so I get none of this. Oh, that's extremely. <laughs> Deutsch. Sounds just like Dutch, and I know what the Dutch are. <laughs> it's the same word. <laughs> it is in English, bro. <laughs> but we are not Dutch. <laughs> you are now. Hey, <laughs> welcome to America. He <laughs> hates the Dutch. <laughs> oh. Breaking news! Breaking news! Terrorism advisory issued! Breaking news, Adam! Biden's Department of Homeland Security issues new national terrorism advisory. Oh my gosh, let's find out who are these terrorists lurking in every shadowy Waiting to leap out and to commit terrorizing acts. Oh, oh, if you post miss, dis, or mal information. Okay. <laughs> miss, dis, mal? Miss, so, dis, and mal information on social so, media regarding so things like quotes, the coronavirus. <laughs> he quotes the thing on there. I'm like... Okay, he's just being facetious, and he's just <laughs> talking about the absurdity of the thing. But no, it's like a legitimate... Literal. It's a literal quote. Miss dis mal information. They're just trying to make it summarized. TLDR. Malinformation? I, I guess I didn't know that was all. I knew that misinformation or disinformation. I never knew malinformation. It's everything like, bad. If we determine that information was bad, then you're a terrorist. Uh, hey, this is illegal. I hate the government. <laughs> <laughs> this is real information. This is not mis dis or mal information, but I hate, hate the government. I can't believe it. This is like mask coming off stuff. 
Like, no, no, we're not yeah. trying to censor people. But if you post anything that we determine is uh, bad, then we will consider you a literal terrorist. Yeah, uh, obvious, <laughs> uh, obviously unconstitutional and illegal for them to do this. Yeah. I don't know. We were just talking about this the other day. Uh, there are some stuff that they're doing that I can't believe they've been getting away with. And we'll get into some more of it later. But uh, no fly lists are still a thing. Oh. How, how do you get on one? Oh, we really can't tell you that. <laughs> but I'm on the no fly list. Uh, yeah, we can confirm that you are not allowed to fly. Uh, so how do I challenge that? There's, you're, maybe you're not understanding this, sir. You aren't allowed to fly. Flying's a privilege. Greyhound bus lines over there. <laughs> you're letting me on a Greyhound bus? I'm so dangerous. We've determined that the threat to Greyhound buses is much less than the threat to airlines. <laughs> So you're saying like just walk onto a Greyhound bus strapped with explosives and no one do that? No, we don't check those. We don't check those at all. You can walk on with all kinds of stuff and kill everybody. I mean, sir, this is the kind of talk that got you on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sir, the uh, the rental truck, the rental truck agency is over there. You that too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's allowed to be a thing. I guess due process doesn't apply to flying. No, it doesn't. And I hate it. I experienced it this past week. Uh, but that's something that your government's doing, everybody that's listening, all two of you. So better not post any of that misinformation, misdismal information, because if Anthony Fauci decides that what you said about coronavirus was not entirely accurate, <laughs> then you're gonna have to go to prison in Guantanamo Bay for an indeterminate period of time. Maybe one of those uh, lightless solitary sales they put the January 6th insurrectionists in for perpetrating the worst attack, attack against the United States government since the War of 1812. Oh. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's a spicy reaper sauce. Oh, hey, we covered this. Hey, refresh. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Refresh. Talking about how excellent the government is. Yeah, you might remember us covering this about uh, how the FBI sets up uh, fake terrorist attacks. Not in that the terrorist attacks that ended up being perpetrated are fake because. Those are real, but they target a specific individual or individuals, and then they will systematically pressure them and try to coerce them in different ways into committing acts of terror. And there's a yeah, like the men, like the Mandalay Bay, or wait, all those different. That, that didn't wait, even. What are you that, talking about? I, oh yeah, I can't. Oh, I don't know. I just uh, never mind. A guy can fire 1,000 rounds out of an AR-15 with a bump st stock in less than 10 minutes. It's fine. It's obvious. Everyone's, it's, everyone's replicated that before. Everyone knows what's yeah, coming yeah. out. It's maths out. Maths out. Lone gun. And the witnesses, the, the witnesses even said, oh, wait, no, the witnesses are all dead. 
They could. Oh, anyway. So, anyway, I'm moving on. This guy. As you mentioned, all those witnesses died, and we should probably be careful about that one. the uh, is- Islamic guy. He's a Muslim. And he got catfished by the FBI on the internet. Uh, lay, uh, uh, girlfriend type. Was yep. tr- was, said girlfriend. Yeah. Was, uh, had formed a relationship with him on the internet. Convinced him that they were in love. And then tried to talk him into committing acts of terrorism. And he's like, no... Maybe we should probably just get married or whatever. <laughs> and he was actually he was actually like suicidal. Yeah, at some point he got suicidal, and she's like, "No, instead of just killing yourself, maybe you ought to kill other people." And it's like, I don't know how more evil you could be. It's like the it the Satan. De- it's like I don't know. It's like do it. <laughs> Yeah, and it turns out that uh, that was a federal <laughs> Bureau of Investigation sting operation. And he didn't end up doing terrorism, but they thought that they had enough information from the chat logs to get him, and they did, and they sent him to prison. And there's now a documentary, apparently, and it's on YouTube, and I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched it, but I'm going to. And then I'll report back about how wonderful, wonderful our, our government is and... <laughs> how they only have our best interests at heart and definitely never try to talk Islamists into committing acts of terror against us. <laughs> oh, God. Makes me think that maybe those FBI guys probably ordered to be in a cell next to his. What do I know? I'm just nobody. Just an internet crank. Like all my heroes. <laughs> two, right two followers or whatever. <laughs> we have 20 subso- subscribers on the YouTubes. Uh, we regularly get tens of views. And uh, our anchor vertical, that's the podcast audio version that's you can stream on uh, uh, Spotify and any number of audio streaming platforms. Check it out. I'll link below. Uh, usually has uh, three to five. So we usually get about 15 to 18 listens slash Sweet views. Deal. Sweet deal. My third grade class. Yes. Hey. Every little bit that counts. And that's why I'll take this moment to say that if you like what you're seeing, feel free to share this around. The more the merrier. Get everybody in here. I shouldn't be the only one getting triggered by the FBI trying to kill Americans with... Go. I don't know. What do you even call it? Entrapment? Yeah, it's almost like entrapment, but it's... It is like a weird entrapment coercion. It's technically not. They've they've carefully crafted their scheme to not qualify as legal entrapment. Right. It's like, you know, baiting people into wanting to attack American citizens and then and then if they can stop the attack, woo, we're saviors. And if they can't (laughs) stop the attack, then it's 
This never even happened. Yeah. Oh, I can't even remember that case. Oh. Mandalay Bay what? <laughs> they haven't proven that. They don't know anything. They, that actually wasn't anything, Adam. Lone guy snapped, went crazy. We don't need to look at it anymore. Shut up. <laughs> breaking news, Adam. Breaking news. Oh, no. More breaking news. What's up? What's up? Newly declassified documents. Dun, 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 dun. They reveal something. And that revelation is that, oh, no, the CIA has been secretly conducting massive surveillance programs that capture Americans' private information. <laughs> I thought you said breaking news. <laughs> I thought I heard about this, like, wasn't it Snowden that broke this? Yeah, this was Edward Snowden that broke it in, like, 2011 or 2013 or something, 2014. This surveillance is done without any court approval and with few, if any, safeguards imposed by Congress to protect our civil liberties. Oh. These so, are it's not even FISA warrants? No. <laughs> it's just they decided to do it. I didn't read the thing. I'm guessing it's probably... The thing I remember hearing is they can get... Uh, they can do whatever they want with foreigners because they're the CIA and that's yeah. what they do. Uh, so what they do is they'll tap a foreign operative's communications and that foreign operative will uh, contact people in the United States. And then they will capture information about that contact because they called them or were in communication with them. And so it will pick up American uh, citizens' personal information or whatever. That's what I'd last heard about. This might be something completely different, but I just wanted to include this because, A, it's breaking news! And that the ACLU itself is actually <laughs> defending civil liberties again. What? Yeah, I don't know. That was, I was shocking to see it. It that, was shocking to see it. That it was very shocking. And that it fits right in with our, the government's really got our best interests at heart, friends. Oh, everybody that thinks that the more government's good because politics is the, what is it called? The, oh man, I lost it. It's something like the art of the possible or something like this. Oh, I don't know. Ugh. You make me sick. The government is a bunch of bureaucrats scraping for power. And they don't care about us, obviously. If I've done nothing, I've demonstrated that in this show. <laughs> they are cruelly indifferent. They try to sell their crap to us by pretending that they care. Some people, no matter how much evidence is presented to the contrary, seem to think that, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> the government's what we do together. Ain't enough whiskey, friends. <laughs> <laughs> and don't even get me started on the pedo rings. <laughs> oh, jeez. I didn't know we were going there today. 
not as far as I remember. I don't recall exactly when I got pulled up here as usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey, if you need more proof that they really care about us and more proof that they really care about protecting our friends and allies abroad, the White House has again issued a dire warning to folks that are in Ukraine. Get out! Get out while you can! You've got 24 to 48 hours to get out of there, and we won't rescue you if they invade. And this was just some guy on the Twitter, so I'm like, that's, that's probably not like, that's probably not what it was. And then I pulled up the Newsweek article, and that is exactly what the Biden administration said. Oh, it's so wonderful. All the information at your fingertips. It's a problem of knowledge. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. Flee! <laughs> Oh, we won't rescue you. We won't rescue civilians. Well, you know, they've already proved that. They've they've already proved that with Afghanistan. So, I mean, come on. Uh, I'm so glad that I've decided to outsource all of my decision-making to the state who has my best interest at heart. It won't sacrifice me for a slight inconvenience of rescuing me from a hostile foreign invading force. <laughs> from your embassy, like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look at what the chat's saying. <laughs> Maybe it's got something uplifting. Oh, Ruby Ridge exclamation point. Oh no. <laughs> no. No, no. Oh, it says let's kidnap a governor. I didn't know the FBI was in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Fed. <laughs> oh, it's good. Who said that? Uh, Fuzzy Clark, whatever that could be. Fuzzy, Fuzzy Clark. Fuzzy glow in the dark. Fuzzy Clark glows in the dark. There you go. Wait, wasn't there wasn't there a regular listener we had whose name was Turd? Uh, Max Turd Brown. He's my nephew. That's his YouTube channel. Turd Ferguson. Yeah, <laughs> changed my name. It's not my name. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? <laughs> you buzzed in. No, no, no. No, I didn't. R.I.P. Norm. R.I.P. <laughs> no joke. <sighs> oh, I did want to show you guys this. Uh, Adam doesn't have his audio turned on, but I'll let you listen to this 10-second clip of our president. And there is no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. And there was no... 
there was no way we were going to ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, uh, Iraq. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Afghanistan. I got it at the end there. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and this guy has a good point, and he says, leave him alone. He has a stutter, Adam, a very rare stutter that makes him say random and incorrect things constantly. And it, it only really started like two years ago, maybe three, but he had it his whole life. Case closed. No, no need to worry, folks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Biden, Biden is completely competent. Uh, and anybody who spouts any criticism about when he has these Biden-esque gaffes, it's just because... He's Uncle Biden. He's overcoming... He's overcoming a hardship, a stutter that he's worked to battle his entire life. And that's what this is. And if you say anything about it, you're ableist and perpetrating stigma and probably a racist because we could throw that on top. Why not? (laughs) And you shouldn't be allowed to speak. And you're probably a domestic terrorist because this is probably some sort of mis or mal information about the president. Obviously, he doesn't have any sort of age-related dementia or any trouble with his cognition or any of these sorts of things that you conspiracists are throwing around. His his wife's a doctor. She would know if he had some medical problem. <laughs> I thought she was not like even a, a real one. I thought she was it's a like doctor a doctor of education or something. Yeah, I was say, she's EDD. She's not even a PhD. So. She's a doctor. And if you say she's not a doctor, she's some kind of fake doctor, that's just sexist because she's a lady and you hate ladies. No. Oh. Malinformation again, Fredo. Welcome to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> If that's the case, you and me are both doctors as well. <laughs> we are! <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it, but because uh, we appear to be and we look like white men, that we and uh, our responsibility to divest ourselves of privilege should just go lay down in a ditch and die. <laughs> it's... <laughs> These will be protected by tornadoes. <laughs> yes, our corpses will be well protected from tornadoes <laughs> in the ditch. Oh, it turns out it's Ray Epps in the chat. Ray Epps here. So. Oh, no! <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you saw this. I know you did because you sent us me. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. I said just, I said just so many things. I'm just like, ha, send to Zach. <laughs> yeah, mostly. And then I go through, and then I read the replies, and I pick out the good ones, and then I send them back to you. <laughs> Boomer posts conning stuff with the gender swap face. I tried, apparently, they've got the, the 
like legit gender swap app thing on lockdown. You have to like pay money to use it. Oh no, because those, those ones are good. Because I'm, <laughs> oh date me, <laughs> just like you, they, you make a beautiful lady. They, 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 <laughs> they I, I believe they've done research on this in that you will find in your partner more attraction if they have facial structure and stuff that resembles your own. And so if correct. You, so that is probably like the no, ultimate weird... attractiveness would be in some swap of your own face. No, that's 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 true cuz like uh it, they've done like like within those studies is it's like celebrities or people who like a lot of people think are very attractive are it's basically they're like actually the most generic. They like the most generic face. In, it, which is weird because it's like, oh, they're like so beautiful or whatever. It's like, yeah, it, it, it just, it spark, it Brian fires Gosling those neurons. Like, Brian Gosling is, look, he's just a handsome guy. And it's like, because <laughs> he looks like the average of all men. You know, it's like, you take all men and like the mean of them all, and it's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> hey, you like Ryan Gosling? I'm. Part of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Not the right parts, friendo. But in Florida, they're passing a don't say gay bill that would bar LGBTQ discussions in schools. It is wrong, I say. Dead, dead wrong. To prevent these conversations, which would prohibit discussions of LGBTQ issues. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is, this, is it a law now, or why do they have DeSantis's face on there? Uh, I don't he's know. He's not a legislator. I, I think he supports it, and oh, it's, okay. it, it, all this is is a Senate committee. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, so they, they like made sure the grammar's right or something, right? Yeah, well, people were outraged about this, obviously, and they said things like everyone is for freedom of speech as long as it is something they agree with and i don't know how a could you could you say that with a lower register everyone is for freedom of speech as long as it is something that they agree with there you go it's like <laughs> it's our point there as a floridian i agree that this state gets worse and worse <laughs> I'll just put this up in my New Jersey classroom. Hey, no, it's New Jersey guy. Hey, I just put this up in my New Jersey classroom. As an ally. And Jacob, this is the forefront of positive, healthy inclusion in the classroom. Ben and healthy discourse doesn't make intolerance tolerable ever. I need to work in my jersey guy. <laughs> this You're class, there like 40% of the time. It's, it's good. 
so I think what they're talking about is certain things because, like, strangely, I don't know how uh, gay issues would pop up in, say, uh, algebra class. I don't know how you're fitting that in, but maybe it's in a word problem. <laughs> it is in a word problem. Three <laughs> has two dads. These are all word problems. That's the issue. <laughs> hey, you might well, have it. In, in your, in your, all uh, of second grade is word problems. In your new English class curriculum where you have to read a comic book to feature in graphic images of homosexual intercourse between underage people. What? Where did you get that idea from? That's a thing that exists. Look it up and you'll be as disturbed as me. <laughs> then I might come up there like that, I guess. I, I remember that because a handful of people on my feed were like, it's like, guys, please, I don't disagree with this. Please, I don't want to see this anymore. Stop sharing this image. Yeah, they were intentionally this, sharing this because graphic novel. The more people that saw it, they're like, well, why are you guys so offended? It's just a graphic novel. And they're like, oh, this is why. <laughs> picture, picture, picture. And like, oh, oh my God. Oh, that, <laughs> that child that's doing graphic sex acts in those pictures is 13. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. This is what they're having teenagers read in those American high schools nowadays and middle schools or whatever. It technically fits the definition of child pornography under the laws of the state of Illinois. So I've not uh, dared to uh, share that around. Because if that came up in an FBI search, you might just go to prison. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's cool because it's in a school library now. <laughs> why is that? Why is that uh, that's what I said the whole time. As soon as I saw that thing, I'm like... Uh, Images, even like animated things depicting underage people engaging in sex acts, is the statutory definition of child. Oh, absolutely! There's a huge Supreme Court case about it. It's very uh, strange that that would exist at all, but hey. Yeah, and they're fine. They're not being prosecuted. They're that, drawing the stuff. That is true. They're putting it in school libraries. And I just had a very and encouraging other minors to read it. <laughs> conversation about this where i said uh it someone said to me it's like these people that always talk about uh and they're so upset about these uh pedophiles and whatever and these people in society that are preying on children and doing human trafficking and uh, kidnapping young girls and selling them into sex slavery but they don't ever want to do anything about it i'm like well what are they going to do the one guy that tried the pizzagate guy he, he went in with a gun and everybody demonized him. We can't be Batman, even though I'd yeah. love to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been 42 episodes in. But the um, government is that's their job. He investigated it. He did his own like investigation. And then, like yeah, he's demonized by it. Yeah. For it. So it's not those guys. They're calling on the state to actually do their job and investigate these things. And instead, and they are literally not prosecuting the crimes and covering it up, actively and, hindering the truth from coming out about this stuff. And engaging in the stuff, as you know, Zach, because you contacted your senators, and actively um, Engaging in the viewing of such material. Not just viewing of such materials, but preying on and committing heinous acts against minors. 
that federal agents, in, I think that was the CIA. It was the CIA. <laughs> they were a bunch of pedos, and they found out about them, and they didn't do anything. Nobody was prosecuted. <laughs> the government is actively protecting pedophiles who are actively preying on children. This is true. That's a true statement. It's not misinformation. <laughs> malinformation. I, I, I send messages to all of my congressional representatives, and the only thing I got back was a form letter from Tammy Duckworth. Guess what? I'm not voting for any of those but people ever again. Uh, call their office. <laughs> call their office, see how far you get with their secretary. It wasn't like a, a, less than a month later, another story came out, like similar stuff. But it's cool. It's not like all oh, these conspiracists, Adam. They're just crazy people. There's not some sort of broad conspiracy of people just like uh, thinking that this is cool and that people shouldn't be allowed to prey on children or anything or groom them into, uh, you know, committing sex acts as minors and these sorts of things. Maybe like a, a middle school class that tries to get the eighth graders to talk about what what their sexual preferences and desires are and compares it to eating a pizza. <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. Wait a second. A pizza? Yeah. You, you just told me how Pizzagate's fake, right? That's a conspiracy, right? Codes for pizza for sex acts and minors is a conspiracy. Uh, it's in the, the news, Adam. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Here's what I think. Uh, if you want to do a sex ed class and tell kids about the mechanics and about anatomy, uh, groovy, bro. Groovy. People should know that stuff. And in fact, I think it's probably their parents and their community to do that. I don't trust the government again. But I'm the crazy one for not trusting government, obviously. To teach my kid anything uh, about anything other than bare minimum reading, writing, arithmetic stuff. And based on American test scores compared to other nations, I'm obviously not very thrilled about even those things. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think that I would want... Because I remember my 8th grade teachers. Hmm. I don't think that I'd want Mr. Davis having me sit down in a room and say, Hey, sex is like toppings on a pizza. Some you like, some you don't like. You know, like pepperoni might be se explicit sex act censored. But they actually say it. And olives might be, like, explicit sex act that you don't like. What's that, teacher? Well, I'll show you, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Stay after school. We can... <laughs>
This is like classic grooming. Stuff. Maybe this is the, what you do, right? Maybe in the break room where I could actually smoke. You'd have the kids, and then you like get them comfortable talking about the different kind of sex acts, and then you might, oh yeah, and then get them. To, that's how you do it. That's how you groom kids. These freaking middle school teachers are being told that the way you teach kids about sex is to groom them to do it. Ah. It's gross. Ugh. Oh. Let me bring that back, actually. I don't think I can. Oh. But. Hey, you should trust the state. What are they going to do? You know who I do trust? The mayor of this Ohio town. Who was unfairly lame-basted for saying ice fishing would lead to prostitution. People claim that he embarrasses our town with these wild claims, they say. There was a... Uh... uh a resolution before the board to permit ice fishing on a lake in this Ohio town that had not been permitted in a while for safety concerns. People were worried about, you know, ice thickness or whatever, I guess. And then the mayor just sort of chimes up and he's like, and also, uh, that's when the prostitution can move in. <laughs> and everybody's just like, what? He's like, uh, just so you know, it's just, uh, just things to consider. He but, even said like the data points support it. Yes. And here's the thing. And people were taken aback and they thought that it was ludicrous to say this. And obviously the uh, Washington Post decided that this was news enough for a widely circulated national newspaper to uh, criticize a local mayor for saying this stuff. When, in fact, he was a journalist and had reported on the fact that this is a thing that happens and has been known to happen. And is even referenced in the article and summarily hand-waved away as happening that when you have uh, ice shanty uh, ice fishing villages, they move these little shacks out onto the ice while it's frozen in the winter and then they're like little huts. That prostitutes will then patronize the ice fishing huts and the fishermen that are out there in the cold nights. This is a thing that he knew that he had been, had experience with, and there's like he's silly. Oh, why would he claim this? It's so embarrassing when they say things like this. And it's like oh, uh, I miss I missed that part. So the councilmen are in on the thing. They they no, want they they're just they're just. Like trumping up this ridiculous when he was right the whole time. Oh yeah, they're, they're trumping it up as ridiculous because they actually want the ice shanties so that they can engage in these acts. I stand with, with plausible deniability. Yeah, very well could be. And once again, sexual degeneracy being promoted in the highest levels of government, local, <laughs> state, and except for the German. Except for the journalist mayor who knows the yeah, truth. He knows, and he's like, hey. You know, he looks like, I was just telling you this. I was just, just talking about this, how, like, the people who have, like, the intimate knowledge of things sound like the crazies. But, but they're right. 
Yeah, you were talking about that uh, that cardinal or whatever. They're like, ah, yeah. this Cardinal Jones. He's such a crazy loon. <laughs> and he's like, no, the bishop is making seminarians go to bed with him. He's doing all that stuff. And later it came out that actually that's exactly what was happening. And no one would listen. <laughs> so yes, I, I missed that out part. The mayor is correct then. Yeah. Actually, prostitution can be a problem in ice shanty villages. <laughs> no one, no <laughs> wonder he was all like, and as we know, yeah. then... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, right? I reported on oh this Oh my gosh, he's wild claims. It's been picked up by National... Oh, he's just it's so wild. Oh, crap. I gotta figure out another way to... No, no, no. We'll just dismiss him as crazy. And then we'll be have even more support for carrying through with this. And the uh, and the ice fishermen are sitting at the windows and they have sickos written on their shirt. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh. oh. Let's see what we got here. Jeff Epstein did not hang himself. I agree. Oh my gosh, who do we have in the chat? It's just fuzzy. Is it still Ray Epps? Yeah, it's still Ray Epps. Let's see what time we got. Oh, 10.02. I'll probably skip that one. Alright, we'll get right into the trucker stuff. Uh, you guys may have heard, but there is a trucker protest happening in Canada. In fact, we referenced it at the beginning of the show. And what's happened is a convoy that started out as a semi-large group of truckers and other uh, supportive people began a convoy. And they started on one side of uh, Canada, and then they convoyed across the country all the way to the capital city of Ottawa. And they parked their trucks downtown and started laying on the horns. Honk, 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 honk. Oh, and just... Yeah, they had a bunch... There's a bunch of five-year-olds going like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they've really disrupted life in that town. And these people got to go, Adam. And by the way, it's probably illegal for them to honk their horns so loud. And their trucks are in the streets, so I can't get to work. And so that's blocked in the streets, and that's illegal. And they're probably racist. <laughs> well, according to Councillor Diane Deans, chair of the Ottawa Police Services Board... She says, this is treason. Oh, my goodness. This is, the, this is way bigger. This is a group of well-polished professional people that are trying to overthrow the government. It's really an insurrection. Oh, no, that I word. The Canadian insurrection. Oh, no. And, uh, frankly, it is civil disobedience. These truckers are, particularly where they're blockaded ports of entry in the country, like the bridge to Detroit, and uh, there was another place in Alberta. That they yeah, were the bridge Ter- Terabithia. The bridge to Terabithia, right, exactly, 100%. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and so, technically, yes, they're breaking the law, and I would say that they shouldn't break the law. And I'm 
fairly consistent on this. I think that if protesters want to protest, that's fine. What it is, it's you're letting people know that you've got a problem with that. And so you're just, it's just a way of communicating. But as we all know, protesters don't think like that. They think that they need to do something to inconvenience the people that are ignoring their plight in order for them to pay attention to it and respond yeah. to it and then provide some sort of recompense or to at least engage in with, with them in arriving right. at some sort of resolution. Uh, right. So you might have people like, that are protesting a uh, shooting of an unarmed black man, for example, who might go onto an interstate highway and march down the middle of it in rush hour and prevent people from driving on that road. Or you might park your semi-trucks on the bridge that crosses between Canada and Michigan. I was thinking about the one where you might set fire to a police precinct. Uh, that was different, Adam. That was racial injustice, anger and frustration, and its manifestations. In the and, middle of a pandemic. And who are... You need to be vaccinated and masked for who are we to question the ways that they express their unknowable racial oppression? <laughs> Murdering others within your protest. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I say that, no, you shouldn't block highways and roads. This isn't right. However, the funny thing is that not it's six... It's like the semi-truck's revenge. Not... They were the ones who's, who's in the interstates. They couldn't even get through. Not only Some that... Some of the semi-drivers were even the... accused of attempted murder for exiting or entering interstates. And the rioters the... had drugged several truck drivers out of their vehicles and killed them. Or beaten them. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. But this is not America. This is Canada. Our Anglo brothers. <laughs> but not six months ago, the same police that are now opposing these truckers and threatening them with arrest, and not only threatening them, but arresting them. There are several videos of like some very elderly gentleman being roughly handled by the police and drug out of cars and away in handcuffs and things like this for engaging in illegal protesting. But not six months ago, these same police officers, government officials, were kneeling with Black Lives Matters protesters in the very same city who were doing the very same sorts of illegal conduct. Oh, wait. Yes, no. that's right. No, no, no. That can't be it. That can't be it. You wouldn't treat two different causes differently. Oh, yeah. Because one, one, one is good cause and one is clearly bad cause. And we've decided as the government which causes no, because are they're good doing and the same, bad. They're doing the same actions, Zach. They're doing the same action. They're doing the same things. They had the same result. You wouldn't treat two different things differently because that would be... Adam, I don't think... I think you're missing the point that one thing is good thing and one thing is bad thing. No, because it's the same thing. They're doing engaged in the same no, acts. No, 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 no. Because their their end goals or their base representation was different and one was good oh, and the other one was bad. You're talking about content-based discrimination. 
Yes, yes, now you're getting oh, it. No, wait, no, that's illegal <laughs> in any free society. Yeah, it, the government should be able to decide who's allowed to speak and who isn't. We no, covered that's, this already. that's absolutely the opposite of what <laughs> this, should happen in a free society. And malinformation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we get yeeted off of YouTube. Uh, if you say anything the government doesn't like, they should be able to decide that you're a terrorist, a treasonist, insurrectionist, and then put you in prison. And then if they decide that what you're saying is something they do like, they should let you get away with setting fire to towns. Looting businesses. Committing murder? Yes. In fact, yes. Murders have been committed and not prosecuted in the name of... Uh, yeah. Social the rainbow, justice. In the name of what? Social justice. It's the only thing social I justice. I think that it's just a cover for some corrupt uh, individuals uh, that are on the take and or also involved in some manner in the criminal enterprise. But I don't have any proof, and we don't have a journalism that exists, and so there's no way to know for sure. But I will say again, and I'll just run through this very fast, that there was, beyond a shadow of a doubt, a gang-related shooting at a safe house between two rival gangs. They fired live ammunition for at each other for like 10 minutes, stolen cars, these people were arrested with stolen cars after having fled the scene of a gunfight. And the state's attorney did not file charges against them. Kim Fox. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Mutual combat. <laughs> Mortal combat. Oh, Fred's in the chat too. One man's protest Ooh. is another man's insurrection. If they on my side, it's a protest. If they are on my opponent, they are insurrectionists. That's exactly right, Fred. Oh. But Justin Trudeau. <laughs> oh, Justin Trudeau's been having a heck of a time trying to convince people that these truckers are the bad guys. Everybody sees all the videos. They can't deny it. They've just been partying and cleaning up after themselves, being very polite Canadians, while they demand an end to the mandates. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so I like this. And this is a thread of uh, different thoughts. I think this was how the how the protest is going to come to a political conclusion uh and this was one that i i just found particularly funny no one believes it anymore especially when everyone can see for themselves how happy the and canadian the crowd is they see thousands of canadian flags but they hear trudeau snarling about nazi flags there was one picture of the same nazi flag put up by ten thousand people and so there's nazis in the crowd and suddenly trudeau looks like an old and out of touch guy am i out of touch no it's the truckers who are racists uh, oh, Justin Trudeau.
Uh, I did want to touch on this really quick. <laughs> Actually, it's getting late, so I think we'll skip it for now. But look into the gods of salt. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> next week uh, alright and we'll finish up the show as usual with our ice cold fact of the week straight from Ice T's twitter feed ice cold fact while you're on your personal journey to your dream remember some people would much rather attempt to downplay your accomplishments instead of giving you the credit you deserve get used to it but don't let it get to you. Ice cold fact. Ice cold fact. Straight from iced tea. And just like us, all of the haters trying to get us down, but we're on our way. We're going to be bigger than Joe Rogan someday. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our show for the week, folks. Really hope you enjoyed it. Smash like. Subscribe to the channel. Share this video with all of your friends. Comment below your favorite type of truck. I like a big old Mack truck myself. Adam looks like a Peterbilt fan to me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show? Uh, Zach, I don't know. Uh, I went on the vaca- uh, went on vacation this past week to Vegas, and I noticed that it got a little bit more uh, corporate stuff. Uh, you, you know they're banning smoking in Vegas hotel casinos. Can you believe that? Just word of the wise. <laughs> you can't smoke in any of them anymore. You told me there was a guy smoking, and he was just said a mask between drags. <laughs> <laughs> he was. And then... Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, uh, the pit boss told the dealer to mention it to him. And so he had to mask up in between drags. <laughs> Very like, sane, oh. these masking policies. Well, it's the thing. is That was like Tuesday. And then like Thursday, <laughs> Vegas mandates lifted <laughs> because caseloads are down. And also... <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Trust the science. <laughs> Hashtag science. Science. All right, folks. Well, that's our show, and we will see you next time on Triggered. Good night. <laughs>